everybody. This is Debut Buddies. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm Nate. I'm the first buddy to talk on this episode. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I'm the middle buddy to talk on this episode. I'm Chelsea. I'm the last buddy. Wouldn't it be crazy if like a fourth voice started and was like, you think you're the last buddy? Probably from behind me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I am Asmar the Terrible, the fourth buddy. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. Well, welcome, Asmar. I really love Lionel Richie. I've got <laughs> things to say. <laughs> oh, Nicole Richie's here. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good improv, Kelly. <laughs> that was, it was great. great it job. was great. I'm very believable. This is a fortnightly podcast about firsts. And uh, on each episode, we're gonna we're gonna break down the first of something, whether we're completely accurate about it being the first of that thing or not, or we're just kind of close, or Wikipedia tells us so, as is the case this week. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the first ever certified diamond album, meaning that it went platinum ten times. Is that the deal? That's what the so, diamond yeah, is. So many. So just oodles and oodles of records, guys. This is so many records. That you literally, like, if you stack them end to end, you could never listen to them in one night. <laughs> Unless you parallelize them. Right that only the takes about time? 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> now, that is some audio that we should release on the Patreon when we uh, when we have some subscribers. It's just this, this album playing 1,000 oh, times, just one second <laughs> off on each track. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to... Pause. I think that I think that creates the brown note, right? That sounds about it right. Something that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Here, look, you know, listeners, we're here to make you nauseous first and foremost. <laughs> or you just like me, and you just stay nauseous. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's the uh, that's the other Dosecki's uh, tagline, right? Yeah. Stay thirsty. Stay nauseous. Stay nauseous. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, we get uh-huh. it. We get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> We are, uh, we're talking about the 1983 Lionel Richie record, Can't Slow Down, which according to Wikipedia, went diamond in 1985, making it the uh, quickest to do so, though perhaps not the most diamond ever. But I mean, these, mm-hmm. these are weird, folks, these are weird lines, right? Like, what, what is the deal with this? It's like, oh, it go, it went platinum because it's old a million or, or, or something. And then uh, it does that several hundred times. And then it's right. like, oh, well, it went diamond this number. It's it's very weird. But I think bringing up quickest is important too, right? Because yeah. this, was, this was really fast. And like on a long enough timeline, maybe plenty of things reached this, this number of sales. Probably not I anymore, mean, given the way we don't buy albums anymore. But like, good point. you know, back when we did. <laughs> well, and this, I think, is a really good example of why we <laughs> stopped buying albums. Or at least that's not fair. Why? (laughs) It's not entirely fair, but it's also like, yeah, I've listened to a lot of really good albums where it's like, start to finish. I'm so glad this was put together this way, Mm -hmm. and I had to consume all of this, and this was really good. This was maybe not the case for this particular record. I feel differently, so I'm going to be the opposing buddy (laughs) on this one. (laughs) Okay, Chelsea's got a thing for droopy. uh (laughs) torch songs (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do so i'm excited to uh get into that uh maybe i don't know we'll see how this goes had you guys listened to this album before no 
not the entire album obviously songs from it but not the entire album yeah and i think in fairness look i I had heard all the bangers before so Mm. uh, the mash we'll call it because this is a British mm. podcast, just didn't really uh, <laughs> grab me. But maybe if I listened to the Bangers and Mash in the first place, it all would have grabbed me. Yeah, maybe um, Maybe this is one of the... You know how like uh, Catch-22 only works if you read it as like a 16-year-old boy? Mm. Maybe I like missed the window for this one. So am I in the window for this one? Oh, this is like weird. Might be. I don't yes. know. The more I thought about this, I had, I had a realization and I, I just feel like younger me you know college high school me would look at me right now and be very disappointed (laughs) well this took a dark turn fine i'm not here to impress younger me i'm here to evolve but oh man i'm not sure (laughs) that got me so good because i really thought that you were gonna do like this is like a very love song heavy album so i thought that you were gonna be like younger me would have been like this album is great i'm feeling oh, all no. of these younger feelings. me would be <laughs> disgusted with me right now but i'm not feeling all the feelings i just needed i don't listen to like i don't know i feel like most of the music i listen to is i wouldn't say angry but it's like sassy and like <laughs> i don't know like it's i just I megan trainer over and over no not that kind of sass. <laughs> But it just feels like I listen to a lot of music that kind of like, I'm just always, uh, I don't know how to say this without it being weird, trying to prove myself at work. So I listen to music that goes in line with that. So it's like anger, like, you know, you can do it. You're you're great. I don't know. Maybe it'd be in the background of like a YouTube compilation of, you know, getting shit done or whatever. Something that like, uh, I don't know. You're listening to montage A terrible music. motivational. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Anyway, okay. not proud. But this is like the opposite of all of that (laughs) it is the complete opposite and i was like you know what maybe i just need to listen to stuff that doesn't matter because this is an album of like not mattering in my opinion (laughs) and i was like this is like you know white noise it feels good it just feels like there's just a neutral buzz in the background and i'm like yeah i will just neutral buzz it Okay, yeah, no, I'll agree that this is neutral buzz for sure. Yeah. This album is not judging you. Like, this music is not telling you to have a perspective. It's not telling you to do anything other than, like, hey, uh, if you're in love, be really in love. If you want to put on maybe a a southern slash southwestern accent for one song, do it. (laughs) If you want to adopt a uh, Afro-Cuban patois for another song, do it. Mm -hmm. Just, Just be you. I mean, there was a lot problematic about this entire album, and we oh, will I've get got, into I've that. <laughs> that I want to talk about. But before we get too far into it, I, I learned something today, Chelsea, yes. that I think that you should add to your collection of uh, what what should we call them? They're not jock jams; they're office jams. The, those oh, name. please. Um, let's stew on that while I finish this first thought, so that we don't recurse too deep. Um, <laughs> I saw today that Snoop Dogg made yeah. like an aspirational uh, album for children. It's, it's I like, actually have Snoop Dogg songs on my playlist. So well, I would pop not, that not one fit. on. The lyrics yeah. were like, I'm the best person to be. Affirmations are nice things that you say to yourself to feel good. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Snoop. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I should listen to this. <laughs> 
Yeah, we all need a little Snoop Dogg Kids album in our lives. And you know what? Um, he did that uh, that Christmas song for Pitch Perfect 2. I thought you were going to say with Martha Stewart. It is a season. That's Am I right? Funny. Oh. Oh, it is. Wait, is it? It's or is past it in the, the season. past? Are the season is the past. Was the season? Was the season. And you know what? There's another one coming around. Will be? They do happen yearly. Was and twill be. That's why all of the, that's why the three ghosts, you know. Yeah. Y'all get it. Was, um, twiz, twill. Is that going to be, that should be our nicknames. Was, oh, twiz, and twill. Aw, cute. I'll have to wear uh, my librarian style jacket. That's twill. Um, what do they say? They say uh, depression is thinking about the past. Anxiety is thinking about the future. So Chelsea, you're twill. I'm twas. What was the middle one? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> twiz. I'm twiz. Yeah. I'm just sitting here in the present. Uh, this album came out in 1983 in October. In uh, 1985, it won the best new album Grammy. So I guess there was something Wait, about that, that schedule. Make sense. What? Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> Um, what is the music no, industry? Album of the year. Doing? It won album of the year what in 1985. What else was coming out at that? Everything? Anything? I don't agree with it being as great as or like as high on any list as it is. Yeah, like uh, Thriller would have come out previous to that. Uh, yeah. This oh. was this was teased as having the potential to become a mini thriller. What part? <laughs> was it can't. Can't slow down the specific song. There was like a specific song on it. Was that just racist? Um, there is the album just racist. I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's definitely some problematic pieces. Yeah, but no, no buds. I think what's interesting I... is this album comes from a time when like adopting different musical styles and adopting different cultural things was just happening, right? Like mm. uh, Paul Simon's Graceland comes out around the same time that mm. features uh, uh, the uh, African band um, whose name I'm not going to remember right now, but I'm going to look it up. Toto. It's an Africa joke. Do you see that? <laughs> that was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, that, now we want to talk about bops. Africa. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Can we just change this episode about uh, Toto's Africa? That's the first of something of the best songs ever. Is that what we're... <laughs> first, the first song titled Africa by Toto. That's the, new, that's the new episode. What if it turned out to be the second song? Oh, man, that would be oh, so no. disappointing. <laughs> Weezer covered it. We could we could make this work. <laughs> Lady Smith Black Mombazo. Oh. Was the name of the vocal group, a South African vocal group. So this was this was trending, this whole sort of thing. Now that album came out in 1986, but we're we're dealing in a time when like incorporating Afro-Cuban music is mm-hmm. happening and playing with genre is happening. And so, you know, Lionel Richie comes out of the Commodores, which is kind of like a, a funk slash Motown yeah. band. And he's a solo artist and he's trying to define himself. It's like, I can do all these things. And I think mm-hmm. that's what this record is trying to say, is that I can be funky and I can be very 80s Fresh. with the yeah. synth and and chunky sort of <laughs> pixelated nonsense that happens on some of the tracks. And also that he can be like a broad appeal pop star. I think that that's inaccurate assessment what did you guys listen to this on i don't know why that matters but i looked at <laughs> do we go to spotify did you guys go wait should we 
I listen to it on Spotify, and then I listen to this podcast, Debut Buddies, on Spotify. Listeners, you can follow us there. <laughs> I also listen on Spotify. <laughs> Did you guys see the um, like the track listing and what had the highest listens? Mm-hmm. No. That what part shocked me. What was it? So, obviously, Hello is number one because yeah. it's... Because we uh, were all looking for it. Yeah. That we can see it in their eyes. Um, but the number two was, oh, what was it? It was the country song. Which one's the country okay song? stuck on you? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the fuck. I was like, was this using like a TikTok trend recently? Why is this so like big? And it's not big anywhere else. Like if you look at Wikipedia, it's still not like. Obviously, the what? What was the second one? You know, the one that everybody knows. Oh, all night long. Oh no, all night night long. long. Yeah. So like that, those two, those two are the bangers from it. But the uh, one, I was like, why is this so high? And then um, I don't know. I feel like, and if you read the Wikipedia, it's like it does talk about Lionel Richie appealing to whiteness and like white people. And I feel like that specific song wasn't appealed to white people almost. Because it's country. Yeah, it was a top hit in England and in the United States. Wow. So, like, it appealed to white people. And it especially appealed to white people who aren't actually even from America. Yeah. Who just like the concept of cowboyness. And I feel like this is also how, like, part of the reason why it, because it did have width, but not depth. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like. He just tried to cast the widest net possible. Well, that's I, I kept noticing that I was like, how how often like Lionel Richie is kind of code switching song to song mm-hmm. to who to who he's talking to. Right. And how he's talking to them and how he's presenting himself. And that feels mm-hmm. like a very like industry designed strategy to make mm-hmm. a hit oh, record. Yeah. True. Very true. Well, he nailed it, I guess. I mean, he's definitely had a hit record. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, and not for nothing, like, I think we all probably agree to some extent that the third, fourth, and fifth tracks are a lull in the record in the way, in maybe the, like, poppiness and the engagingness. But they're not, like, they're just all very sappy love songs back to back Mm -hmm. to back. Or at least songs that are kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Stuck on You, which is not a sappy love song, but it's sort of like, hey, we're going to do a genre change. It's trying something. And it's trying something yeah. kind of interesting. And I guess I wonder, you know, there's so, so many of these songs have been co-written by several other people. I, I wonder how much of this is like, is this Lionel Richie's vision? And I'm going to go on. I'm going to go mm-hmm. out. On, we got we got Mark Smith on the show. I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that in uh, in another episode, we can get Lionel Richie on this show to talk to him about whether or not this was like this was my big swing i want to do all this stuff or whether someone was like hey look you're really good people like the commodores but it's 1983 there's still uh it turns out (laughs) there's always been a lot of racists they think that the commodores was too black a band and we want to try to market you to a a white audience a whiter audience um Mm -hmm. i-d-e-r and Mm h-i-t-e-r and so we're going to uh throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks and you're so talented that it probably will and it does yeah i just pulled up the I'm sorry. <laughs> oh god i just pulled up the wikipedia and i stuttered because i was looking at the writer credits on the songs and one of them is david foster and my brain read it as david foster wallace and i was like what 
That's why the only one has so many footnotes in it. You you heard that, right? <laughs> Somebody's whispering long, long short storytelling footnotes throughout the Turn song. Turn to page 797. <laughs> Tennis camp you... was the best place to get drugs. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> who, so who is the co-writer on um, number five? Can you pronounce that name for me? Greg Filinganese? <laughs> Filinganese? I was gonna say phalanges, but yeah, that's when I first thought it was phalanges, and I was like, "That's not phalanges," but I have no idea how to say that. Oh. Can't put your finger on it. Ha <laughs> 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 well, Something. Welcome to the show, about- everybody. <laughs> <laughs> something that's also interesting about this list is the songs that ended up being the standout hits are the ones that don't have co-writers. It's very true. Interesting. It's very true. Like the big time hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and a few of those that have co-writers are really good songs still. I think like I would go back and listen to them again. Uh, are you talking about Running With The Night? Is that, is that yeah, the one that you're Yeah, Running With The Night yeah. got a fucking killer guitar solo in it. <laughs> okay, I have one note for that song and it is thus. Okay, this is the first vibe I've been into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, because it's not, oh, it, it, it isn't doing like, okay, let, let's just, let's, let's start from the top. Okay. Let's start from the top, go track by track. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but let's, you know. We let's, might. Let's talk about each of them. So uh, the titular track, Can't Slow Down. I, the only note that I wrote down was good. I, I don't like, this song didn't make me feel any particular way. I felt like, at least on the Spotify version I listened to, it wasn't mixed particularly well because the vocals were very low. Mm. And it was sort oh. of, there was a cool, like, synthy 80s thing going on, like a chunky, like, uh, Miami Vice sort of funky synthesizer dude thing happening. But it was kind of getting buried because everything was sort mm. of at a mushed level together. And so, mm. I don't know. Um, and then it's not, like, a particularly fast song. It's sort of like... <laughs> It's sort of like a, a very a calm song about not being able to slow down, which isn't well. Sort no, of what that's you what imagine. he means. Yeah, you can't slow down because you're already at the lowest speed. Like it's oh. just like a logistics thing. It's not literally like a, can't like a spirit thing. <laughs> I can't one. slow down. This is as low as it goes. I literally couldn't <laughs> care less. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, when I put this song on. Um, I had okay. First of all, oh, we're like opening with the title track. We're just like yeah. kicking things off right out of the gate. We're like, you came here for can't slow down. We're doing can't slow down. Those of you who aren't real fans can get the fuck out after this one, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But also, it made me. I reacted in a very strange way. I surprised myself with this reaction when it got to those like chunky, funky parts. I did the hang loose sign. <laughs> that is not what I expected at all. I don't do that. I've never done that. <laughs> it, but it like, I had like Brought a visceral reaction. No. I was like, hang 10, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Side effects include spontaneous hanging loose. I was very surprised. I've seen you guys had like very positive uh, bodily reactions to this, or at least Kelly did. We talked about. Do you have any two positive songs? And that was it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I got into a groove. Like this was, this was, I think, to go back to your point, like this whole album was 
good to work by because it sort of isn't distracting. I can't yeah. usually work and listen to music I like because I mm-hmm. always just want to mm-hmm. sing along with the songs that I know. And then it makes it impossible to write emails or anything else or focus on anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, it's much easier for me to listen to a podcast like uh, this one or uh, Never Show the Monster featured Whoa. on Apple Podcasts. You uh, listen to you listen to podcasts while you work. Yeah, sometimes. Absolutely. That's crazy. I can't do that. It, like, if there's, I can't watch TV while I work. Like, mm. anything with words, I'm like, I get sucked in. I can't do it. It's like, uh, for me, as long as I don't expect what's coming, I can do it. I think the thing mm-hmm. is with music is I'm like, ooh, I like this part of this song. And then I can't oh. do anything but steer into listening to that. You know what I mean? Oh, mm. I'm jealous. <laughs> this is why I'm twists. but yeah i felt like i felt like can't slow down it's got that that sort of just i don't know that that weird synthetic everything 80s vibe to it it welcomes you into the album it's inoffensive it's sort of just like hey look you're you're here and this is called can't slow down and okay come on Mm -hmm. in and check out the cool stuff i've got yep man these are long songs too. Sorry. I just, <laughs> I mean, it's 10 minutes for the first one. I was going to say this morning I did run to can't slow down and all night long because I don't run very long. So those are the two. songs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still a um, solid 10 but it minutes. Was good. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, listening to them. I may have gotten into penny lover, but then it was, I was like, Meh, I'll just do my cool day. Yeah. I'll time for a walk in here. I'll start walking. <laughs> But I, I liked Can't Slow Down. I thought it, I thought it was all right. Um, I'm trying. I remember being excited when I started listening to the album. I was like, I don't hate this. This is going to be a good album. And then, as per usual, there were some that started off later that I was like, okay, this is where I you lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not on the second track because all night long oh, is no. just uh, <laughs> perfect. It's great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do think for the first time I noticed the very put on like Caribbean accent yeah. happening, which was weird. I also then remember that like Bobby McFerrin was doing Don't Worry, Be Happy that also does that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was sort of a thing, uh, just a, a trend, right? And this is, I wonder how much of this is just sort of a cultural thing about how like, hey, in the 80s, we didn't really worry about that. I mean, it does, in the music video, it does try to bring the community together and not... I mean, I guess that is what happens, right? Everyone's just dancing. Yeah, it's it's that's a, this video, right? Probably I watched that's a the lot plot of music of videos. The song. I didn't watch any videos, but that's like what happens in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The video has that. The, the, this is it's interesting because like dancing in the street with uh, Bowie mm-hmm. and Mick Jagger. Oh um, yeah, great. Also, great a video. song about dancing in the street. Yeah, well, I would I would choose that. that one over this one. <laughs> we loved dancing in the street, and then um, in uh, Blues Brothers. They have, or maybe Blues Brothers too. They have that scene where they all dance on the street. Mm. We loved it. The eighties were when you dance. Everyone in the should street. dance in the street. Yeah, I feel like bring um, that back. Durst Why Mueller took it? over an entire parade. I feel like it happened in um, West Side Story. There was a lot of dancing mm. in the street. Sharks, V jets, etc. Some of that LA was the dangerous dancing, gang dancing. But you well, know. yeah, it was a rumble. They did. They did a rumble. <laughs> 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 okay, I have um, uh. This song was fun for me. <laughs> so the opening line, I didn't get the exact lyric, but it was essentially like, well, my friends, the time has come. And I was like, hell yeah, story time. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I felt like gather around children. Uh, so I was like sitting on the floor in front of him as he was like a librarian reading to me a child. Um, and that was comforting. And then the song is like, um, it made me think of Mambo number five because he, because of the like thesaurus part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, party, siesta, or does he, is it siesta? He what says, is Karamu siesta. fiesta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? What is the word with the C? It, it's K A R A M U, Karamu. Yeah. Okay. Going to party, Karamu, fiesta, forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. a little bit of Monica. In oh and i also um oh. i guess i had never heard this song sorry uh and so when it started and it has that like, what you've never heard the song sorry i had a delayed reaction yeah that. yeah that's very Whoa. weird of you to say i was i was thinking like are we do we move ahead to, <laughs> to the next song that you I mean, I've heard not it now i've heard it now <laughs> are and, you like, sure I knew, the, <laughs> I knew the like all night long but I think okay. that I knew that from like movies. I had never like oh. listened to the song. Yeah. Uh, and so when it started and it had that like Lion King sound to it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, all night long. Are we going to talk about fucking? No. <laughs> no, this is like a community block party situation. So I mean, maybe it could be about fucking know. though. Because, okay. I feel like I skipped <laughs> over why I made that connection. Lion King. Makes me think of that song, which is in a sex scene in Pet Detective around this time as well. Mm -hmm. So that's where my brain went. I wasn't like Lion King sex. There was like a whole train that went. You said Pet Detective. Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura, yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure that I was thinking of the (laughs) right thing because I don't normally hear it referred to no as just, just, just regular yeah sorry yeah. Not, no. well no that's fine kelly I always guess. refers to movies by their subtitles and not by their <laughs> actual titles i don't know what happened to my brain well. <laughs> yeah i don't know this is just like a super feel-good song and it's very catchy and i love that it kept going and it kept sort of building on itself uh mm. musically you know we we got more and more complex the refrain of the of the chorus and of the verses and everything there's just like it's just infectious it makes you feel mm. good to listen to it that's true so good that in the video as as i texted the two of you like <laughs> they compel a police officer to also dance by the end <laughs> oh he was uh in a costume not a real cop <laughs> this album I mean, came out in october that's fair yeah yeah okay it was a halloween <laughs> party Oh, I like how I was party. like, wait. It's one of those Halloween block parties where only one person dresses as a cop. Well, whenever you had originally texted us, I was like, oh, I haven't watched the video. And then I watched the video and I was like, that's a chauffeur. What is Nate talking about? <laughs> is it a chauffeur? <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely a cop, but there's oh, okay. a chauffeur earlier on. <laughs> ah, okay. I was like, I uniforms. There were only two uniforms and it was chauffeur and cop. So. <laughs> I was very confused for a little bit. And then at the end, I was like, oh, no, he's dancing and he has a stick that he's going to hit them with at the end. And the chauffeur oh. is just really like a car cop, right? So, mm-hmm. well, not letting you drive. Also a Halloween costume. <laughs> that seems like parking <laughs> enforcement is more car or cops are the cops for cars as well. Cops are really the cops of pretty much every genre. <laughs> <laughs> the point of. is a cab, even if you danced all night long. 
Yeah. That was the point of my text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you dress up on Halloween as a cop, is that as well? Are we, let's lump them in. I think you should yeah. know better. I think you should know better by now. <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to pull? Are you trying, what are you saying? You align with, with the cops? Yeah. Even what, even what, even what, a stripper what, showing up to a bachelorette party. That's what I was gonna say. Is but even they always are like, hey, there's a noise complaint. Like they're always there to give people shit. Like they're never like, hey, yeah, are you guys having true. enough fun in here? I'd like to serve and protect your rights to have fun. They could do that. Oh, that's a good bit. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? It's the world the liberals want. The progressive stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we come up with a lot of million dollar ideas. What, what other here. what 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 could other progressive strippers dress up as? Would you show up as like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Like what are other <laughs> I, what are other options? You do like a strip tease with the collar. <laughs> You'd show up as a, a collection of workers literally seizing the means of production. Oh, perfect. Oh, Karl Marx stripper. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Oh my god, these are great Halloween costumes, you guys. <laughs> my brother just got a dog and he, he named him Carl Barks. And I'm just... <laughs> That's good. I like that. He's a lot. the best little puppy. <laughs> oh, we love it. <laughs> Sees the treats of production. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, let's just do this the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what's going to happen anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking on the topic of, uh, of pay disparities and poverty, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Penny Lover now. It's, uh, it's one that I definitely felt was droopy. And this is oh, where yeah. my note says, in my notebook, you can slow down, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, my hypothesis at the top was for sure wrong. Uh, he he found a way. He found a way to slow it down. I'm. I wasn't say I didn't. This was a song that just kind of glazed. Like I didn't pay any attention to it. And I'm trying to look up the lyrics right now. And yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense. Makes sense that yeah. I did that. Well, the yeah. thing is, is like it's just I understand on one hand that okay, it's like it's the love song on the top half of the album. Mm-hmm. And it's Lionel Richie, and Lionel Richie is hot, and it's a thing. It's 1983. Like, there's, if you're listening to this, you're imagining Lionel Richie singing this to you, and you're just like sploosh, right? Yeah, maybe in '83. Uh, that was not my personal experience here in 2022. Did you? No, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I watch the music videos, and I'm still like, I, uh, okay, maybe. <laughs> no, probably not, though. I don't know if I'm the demographic. It's it's just it's such a like rote love song. Like the lyrics are boring. Mm. It doesn't do anything really interesting musically. It's just sort of like swells and you know, it's just like a lot of uh, whatever. It's it 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 doesn't even fully sell like an incel sort of vibe either. Mm. Like it doesn't it doesn't even get to controversial. It's just sort of like, "Hey, Wait. I fell in love with you at first sight." <laughs> And then we kissed sometime, and now I'm now I'm lost. We haven't huh. gotten to hello yet. I got a little. I guess it's I guess not controversial, but I didn't care for the the lyrics of this one. I just pulled up the Wikipedia, and I see that it was co-written by his then wife. So oh. I guess good for them. But the lyrics were like, maybe this is true of all love songs, and I just don't listen to them. So st- so stop me if you've heard this before. Um. 
uh, this sounded like um like a journal entry of like a very self-centered person who was heartsick. Like every point in the story was like, I'm in love with you. You were so fine. And you were so fine is the only thing we learn about the the person that he's like mm-hmm. swooning over. Yeah. Everything is about his own experience. He's like, and then one of the lyrics toward the end was, don't you ever leave me. And I was like, don't oh. tell me what to do, Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see I need you, baby? Whoa. Uh, Yeah, it's it's so superficial. And it is very, like, it's the kind of music slash poetry you write as a teenage person. That's what it felt like. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It isn't like you don't really know what being in love is. You just know what the idea of love is. And so this is about acquisition of another person. The acquisition was what was getting me. It was like, Mm. okay, you said the thing about the money. I assumed that that was that real or was that a bit that went over my head? That that was I a thought, that was a bit, but okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then uh, okay, I'm gonna laugh and you cut it in to earlier. Great. <laughs> good one, Nate. <laughs> oh, 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 I got you good that time. <laughs> Is her name Penny? Is that what that means? No. I mean, his wife isn't named Penny, but is yeah. the, the gal in the mm. song? We don't know. We only know that she's fine. Maybe it is about her, but she has like a really nice penny collection. I collected pennies oh. there for a while. Oh, yeah. it's not about. Yeah. Oh, she's a penny lover. Yeah, she just loves pennies. She literally loves pennies. There is there something going over our heads? I feel like there's something that went way over our heads for this song. Yeah, I don't know. It, what's a penny lover, guys? What is a penny lover? Uh, uh, there's a Hanson song called Penny and Me Tonight, but her name is Penny. There's a Beatles song called Penny Lane. Penny Lane. Mm-hmm. But that's her name, right? Yes. Oh, Penny maybe this is name. first name Penny, last name Lover. Maybe, maybe the girl he's in love with is in love with Penny. Oh, <gasps> and that's why maybe she's walking a- on oh. by. Yeah. He's oh standing god. there and he's like, he's don't like, walk to Penny. Penny. Oh my god. There it is. Don't you walk there by. Don't make me cry. And she's like, Final, you're not what I'm into. It's fine. <laughs> you're barking it's up the wrong tree, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lionel, when you come on, we will uh, discuss who Penny. Yeah, we we really would yeah. like to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does say, "Oh, Penny, baby." Yeah, that's a gal, right? Or is that like, "Oh, Penny, baby"? <laughs> are Are we talking <laughs> about is it is a Penny like, baby? She loves pennies. Does she love? No. Is a penny baby like a hay penny, like a is half pence? Pe- Penny's oh. baby. Oh. Is this a British? You song? haven't got a hay penny. Is it British? Is you this why the Brits love it? No, oh. they don't call them pennies. Pence, not anymore. It's true, they, they can't call them pence anymore because of that that guy that almost got killed by those Republicans. Who? Oh, <laughs> Mike Pence. I like how I, I had. Like, I know. My brain I was doing a bit. I was <laughs> I'll cut. I'll no. It's fine. <laughs> we'll cut nothing. No. Now we're even. Now we each. Now we're even. <laughs> we're in deep. We're in real deep. Oh I like god. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like surprisingly little information about it, other than you know, it's about it's about a former lover, and it's a love song, and Billboard called it one of his like unassailably uh, catchy love ballads, and it's like okay. I mean. I think what's interesting is that this is the same era that Kenny G is like getting popular also. Mm. 
And I don't know if either of you have seen or listeners, if you've seen, there's a documentary about Kenny G that is very interesting. Um, it's, it's, it's really interesting because it's like, this is just kind of the thing. Like there was a period of time when everybody was tired of music being interesting and the most popular oh, stuff God, was yeah. just like, let's just give me something I can drive to. I'm going to be stuck in traffic. I, mean, I don't want to feel anything really anymore. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, Nixon. Isn't that like the whole game. thing with the 90s and movies and how all the movies in the 90s were about like hating your job because the worst thing that happened in the 90s was just that people had to work in cubicles. Yeah, you had to go to work. I think about that scene in an office space all the time mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. where the, i guess the it's still topical like, and everything's on fire right now regardless I mean, of where you work but in the 90s it was like a lot of trying to make things more exciting like isn't like fight club trying to make things more exciting than they they fight are fight club is a whole i mean i guess we already <laughs> talked about david foster wallace we might as well do it yeah i mean okay so uh, fight club as written by chuck palinick is not about what everybody who every boy who watched the david no. fincher movie yeah, took out everybody of it. understands it wrong because it's it's not like oh masculinity is going away and we need to reclaim our masculinity by beating the shit out of each other and then blowing stuff up uh, no no it's, it's supposed like to be this about, is dumb as shit yeah it's supposed to be about the masculine <laughs> delusion and how easy it is to get wrapped up in it to the point where you completely lose yourself. Uh, do you think Chuck Palahniuk is sitting at home like, fuck, I accidentally like radicalized a bunch of dorks who are the exact opposite of what I was trying to do. Do you think he like feels bad? He has, I mean, okay, look, he <gasps> probably is feeling bad while he's swimming in his pool full of money, but. <laughs> the um, pool that he gets sucked down to at the bottom, I'm sorry, I'm not okay hey, with him fully. <laughs> like, wait, are you talking about that scene in Haunted? There are some stories that I haunted, don't want to yeah. deal with. St. <laughs> yeah. Godfrey, I remember <laughs> oh, that story God. very well. I always think oh, about that Jesus. scene where they, oh, sh- can I spoil Haunted? Sure. Yeah. I always think about that scene at the end where they they eat that gal's buttock, and then uh-huh. it turns out that she was still alive. Why do I think about that all the time? That's an intrusive thought. <laughs> oh no! I kind of think that whole book is intrusive thoughts, is that and what that's it the point. I think that's what it is because the it's it's literally like hell is other people. Here's yeah. a book about yeah. how hell is other people, and I. Anyway, look, this is the Chuck Palahniuk corner. I don't think that's, <laughs> like, like, that book doesn't particularly work for me. I think it's kind of trite in a lot of ways. Um, Some of the stories gosh. are better than others, but it's just like, mm, okay. So the point here is, is that we're all destroying each other. And this crazy old rich guy wanted to watch people destroy themselves, but destroyed himself in the process. And I feel that way about a lot of his books, though I haven't read them in many years. In Invisible many Monsters years. is good. I haven't, I haven't ever actually gotten to that yeah, one. That one's that, that one. one's worth it, especially because it's it's a pretty brilliant treatise on like beauty culture and uh, yeah, and that's and one of his earlier ones, right? That's like pre Palinut cult. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or at least it, or it might be like shortly thereafter. But yeah. this is a great corner that we found ourselves. We found a little <laughs> corner. Look at us. New uh, segment. <laughs> We have a lot of opinions about Palinuk books, so we might bring this back at some point, which is great or terrible. We'll find out. Check out our uh, fifth podcast together, Palinuk's House, <laughs> where we will review every Chuck Palinuk book page by page each episode. I love that. Okay, hear me out. We're going to do a whole <laughs> series of podcasts where it's like some synonym for the word friend and then 
obviously alliteration. And then later we'll do a debut buddies episode about debut buddies, the first of the friendship podcast series. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and then we can do the first episodes of each of the other podcasts. And then exactly. the first and then the first summary episode of those episodes. <laughs> did we just invent a perpetual motion machine? Oh my god. I think we did. <laughs> I think we found the bottom. <laughs> and it just keeps going. Masturbatory. <laughs> Can we get <laughs> We're gonna find out. I mean, all, all the great inventions <laughs> seem to happen because of that. So let's I get in there. We're going. We're going in. Let's talk about let's talk about another masturbatory song, Stuck on You. Stuck on you. Got this feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't. Which has a, oh. a Western. No, no it's not. <laughs> I just I think this song is funny because it's like it's not terrible, but the the westernness is sort of tacked on. Like it feels half-hearted mm. to me. It's like, hey, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing it. You know? Wait, was this the song with all of the streams? Yeah, yeah. I could say yeah, that this I is didn't country, love this song, but I did Western. enjoy this song. It was in a 2022 TV commercial for Pringles that aired. Oh at the my Super god, Bowl. that's gotta be it. That's it. There you go. Also, this. I don't know what happened when I listened to this album, but I don't think this song played. I don't I don't know this song. That's weird. It's the one that sounded country. Yeah. yeah. Earlier when you guys were like the country song, I was like, which one's the country song? Oh. I don't I don't think I heard this one. So did he pave the way? How often do these songs happen on albums where it's one country song? Because it happened on Beyonce's Lemonade and it happened um Lil Nas X did Old Town Road. So like yeah. is this a consistent thing or is this a recent thing and Lionel Richie thing or did I just miss decades of music there's a good chance that that's likely because obviously I thought Lionel Richie's album was good so I'm not here to to judge anyone's taste or or what they seek out in music yeah I think I mean I think this was pretty I think this was pretty common that you would have these kind of crossover things where somebody would play a different genre I mean mainly because now, I don't know about this, whether this was like Lionel Richie has a genuine love for country music or not, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the other two examples you cited are like, hey, I grew up with this type of music, right? Like yeah. oh, Beyonce valid. Beyonce grows up with like gospel and country ballads mm-hmm. and all sorts of things. And yeah, so, she's yeah, a Houston so it, gal. So it comes in there, right? And it's going to be, it informs you. And the only reason that most people don't do an entire album of it is because you get pigeonholed as a country artist and then you don't get marketed to a bunch of radio stations, right? To the extent that those still exist. Like an adult contemporary station isn't playing country, but they will play Mm. Lionel Richie doing country. I was going to say, but that's how like Taylor Swift was famous in the pop sector, but it was still her country albums that were famous in pop as well, right? Am I? Yeah, but I don't know Taylor Swift that well. She did move over to pop she moved over to pop and it was like almost controversial like the Mm -hmm. country music awards were trying to award her something and she was like no like i don't do country anymore Mm, my first couple albums were and i i quit that (laughs) and i think that they were trying to do it for like 1989 like shake it off you're trying to give me a a country music award for shake it off shake it off yeah (laughs) (laughs) well you know i mean a horse does shake it off when they get wet okay that's a fair point now let's try with blank space i got a blank space baby i'll write your name that's the branding that you put on the horse <laughs> okay. all right there's a blank a space in the bed of my pickup truck after my dog and my wife leave me oh there it is there it is 
Listen to her new album yet? Is it good? Um, sexy baby. I don't know. There's that's funny. I think it's a 50 50. Like, yeah, okay. We, uh, Jenny and I listened to it several times, and like, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of feel similarly to this where I feel like the, the first three songs and the last three songs are really mm-hmm. good, and stuff in the middle is kind of like it's growing gotcha. on me, it's but there. it's yeah. very much grower music and not shower music. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. But it is kind I, of going back to the pop thing in a way yeah, that's from, what I was in a way say, from like the deep thoughtful folk sort of like I don't know. Right, I really yeah. I really became most interested because of like folklore and the lush, like whimsical, yeah. weird mystifying, you like the, like pastoral like, Well I like I feeling what I like about it is that those two albums, they're both they're both sort of filled with songs that are about other stuff that alludes to the emotions that she's mm. experiencing and like this new record is very much back into the first person of like i feel this way about this and there's gotcha. something like again like it's not a big deal but it sort of goes back to to like penny lover where it's like yeah okay you can tell me that like i feel things for you and you're walking by me and i love you but that's like so hard mm. to bond with whereas if you give me like a lush story about the rise and fall of a woman who is popular but doesn't fit in her time i go like oh Mm -hmm. i totally dig that i like i enjoy i just i like i like complex writing i guess a little bit more than direct like you're supposed to like me and you don't like me and i'm upset (laughs) about that yeah it's like a little kid telling a story i loved her and then she passed by me and then And then I threw a penny at her, and then she said she loved the penny, and then she gave me a kiss, and then she kept walking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great story, kid. Oh, so okay. So I'm looking at the lyrics of this song, Stuck on You. Mm-hmm. Is this is this a love story or is this a friend story? No, that a woman like you could wait around for a man like me. Okay. I mean, maybe they're waiting for a bus. Which one's the bus? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this looks like, okay, so bear in mind that I, for some reason, have not heard this song. This looks like almost, I'm leaving on that midnight train tomorrow. When did, when did uh, Don't Stop Believing come out? Or that one. Because Midnight Train to Georgia is very old, I think. Why are we Um, loving Midnight Train so much? Everyone's on Midnight Trains. It's the Red Eye. But that was the Midnight Train. train. It's the most dramatic train. Mm -hmm. It's it's the train that you get on when you're sad, right? Because it's the train (laughs) that you can stare out the window at the night sky and the passing of the lights. Like nobody nobody has heavy emotional moments leaving a place in the middle of the day. It just doesn't happen. Like it's scientifically okay. proven That's, that that doesn't. I don't, happen. Is that I, I no? You can't. You yeah. can't. I if disagree. You, if I you have move, moods. If you move during the day, can't be unhappy about it. No wait. <laughs> here's my here's my caveat. Here's my caveat to that. I mostly agree with you. You can't do that in your own country. But if I, for some reason, have gone to Scotland and I'm on a train going north and it's like drizzly Mm -hmm. and gray and there are sheep outside the window girl i'm ruminating you know (laughs) sure absolutely absolutely and in this time in the time zone where you normally live it's probably midnight oh my god you're right spiritually it's midnight oh god you're right no i'm I'm with nate yep in my biological clock in that story in that scenario (laughs) it's midnight (laughs) But I, I have had plenty of times on a 
it's city not bus. a train ride. <laughs> yeah, not a city bus. <laughs> uh, a light rail, that's not helpful. Like on a subway, where I've had that moment where I'm having music on and I'm just like looking out the window and it's just like a moment where I'm mm. thinking about everything. And those are, that's what I've lost in losing the commute because of the pandemic. <laughs> I'm no longer deep. That's why I like this album. Like I have, I am with, I'm not depth anymore. I have become wits. That's like uh, uh, whatever Oppenheimer said about the. I, mean, oh, I have, have become, become with destroyer of worlds. <laughs> I am become with destroyer of depth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what losing the commute does to you. I completely agree, though. Like. When I so when I lived in Denver and worked in Boulder, I used to ride that uh, the BX, the Boulder Express bus. That's like mm-hmm. a forty-minute to an hour-long bus, depending on which one you catch. And especially in the winter time, yeah, it's you know it's dark by the time I leave work, and I would be riding home with my iPod shuffle in, listening to whatever I had on, <laughs> and all of that music takes on like this remarkable. Yeah different kind of depth to it and you know in the nights that i would like stay in town and drink too much with my friends and then go get on a bus Mm -hmm. at like 11 o'clock at night and you're and you're tipsy and you're sleepy Mm -hmm. but you're just like you know you're sitting on the bus and you're kind of like i'm on a bus and you're evaluating your life and you're like i'm going home to like my my studio apartment where there will be no one and i'm going to be whatever like i'm and you know and there's and it's that combination of like the bliss of being able to do that and being like hey i'm 20 something and none of this matters so this is great (laughs) and then on the other hand like wait a minute when am i gonna have any of the things that i think i want (laughs) what am i doing in my life (laughs) yeah and you can do that during the day very easily you you really can yeah, but there's something about there's there's definitely something about the there's dark. something about a train at night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, should that be changed to public transit? Oh my god, are we about to write a new song? <laughs> Have we been inspired? <laughs> oh jeez. Let's uh, let's let's take a break. We're we're halfway through the album. Let's do the mouth guard report. The mouth guard report. Open wide. Oh, oh my god, I actually have something today. I have to leave the I have to leave this. Oh, you know what? If I'll we're doing back. props, I'm gonna get a prop too. I'm doing props. <laughs> Great. I'm doing I'll be right props. back. Great. Okay. <laughs> How you doing, Nate? <laughs> podcast within a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me go let me get a look at those teeth, huh? After we uh, after <laughs> after last episode, come on. Let me let me get a look at those oh, teeth. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to show you my mouth guard when you're a teeth murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me get a uh, let me get a look at those teeth, Chelsea. Come on. Oh bring no! Them, bring maybe, them real, bring them real close to the camera. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Does anybody else want to go first? I don't. I don't have anything to report other than I'm continuing to enjoy Garfield Cart, and that's it. Aww. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try to send you guys a picture of the truck, but it wasn't there this morning. Aww. Oh dang! All right. Yeah. I just wanted to show you. So mouth guard, cute. It yes. matches my hair. Purple. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I told you that I like bit off <laughs> part of the yeah. End. And for the home listener, these are like chonky boys. These mm-hmm. are like retainer. Yeah, those are oh, not like mouth it. guard, dentist mm-hmm. made. 
Look at this fucking oh, hand. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. It keeps like crumbling ancient. more and more. Every morning I wake up and this little corner is giving me like a callus on the side of my tongue. Do you have like oh. a do you have like a nail file or something? Could you like Ooh. nail file that? That is smart. And I will do that. Mm, <laughs> Thank you, <sorry>. Nate. <laughs> yeah, he's the teeth specialist. He's seen a lot oh, of no. teeth. <laughs> hey, look, I just Jeez. I wouldn't I wouldn't want that that pretty mouth to get all cut up before I got Ew. to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna lose your teeth before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apology not accepted. <laughs> I mean, I respect committing to a bit, uh, but, but only uh... if it's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're the ones who branded me with this last time. You said this is a thing from <laughs> now on, fault. and this I'm leaning true. in. And you know, I'm leaning uh, in. Yeah, that's what they say to do. <laughs> I was gonna say my update is I got my new cheeky today, and this is uh, the first assessment if they use the right mold. Because oh. as you guys know, I can't wear every one of them, so you guys are gonna be in here with me to find out if. I'm going to have to send them an email later. Live so, okay, should we place bets? Should we place bets? Yeah, should we? Hold it up to the camera. Okay, and down your mouth. <laughs> now, now I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's been grooming me. I'm now an accomplice. Yeah, that's right. All right. What's I'm going to be optimistic. I think they, I think they fit. I'm going to be optimistic. Here. I'm really going to be pessimistic. I don't think that capitalism is good and that um, probably the people who make the molds are sad and not it, engaged with their jobs I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure like half of them quit or got fired x amount of time ago and things got weird i don't know i followed it too in depth because i was worried about my own teeth yeah. anyway i think they broke off and created a different company so we'll see <laughs> if i end up going with that company anyway oh no oh no. <laughs> it's so bad oh this no is so bad it's so tight <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> it hurts, and I've only had it on for, like, three seconds. Oh, no! Jesus Christ. I'll just leave it in for the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It hurts so bad already. My, I can feel my teeth moving back into position. Oh, no! no. no. So I'm going to use the same one I've used for six months now. That is starting to look like Kelly's. I'm starting to I'm starting to grind down on it really bad. I've still got my like my my flimsier one and it's like almost I don't know, it's way worse condition than this one. But it fits my teeth better. So yeah. Kelly, yeah. since you won the bet, I, I think you know what? I'm just gonna drop the whole like tooth murder thing. No. <laughs> I, I give it up. It's over. No, you only get to... <laughs> no, I have to keep doing it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I thought you meant the bit. No, yeah, give up actually murdering people with their teeth. <laughs> but if it's a bit, stay leaned in. <laughs> okay, great. But if it's real, don't stop. Is that what we're okay. So I shouldn't show you my bag of teeth, is what you're saying. I mean, if you have them, maybe. <laughs> How many teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I should get you like little. Like glass vials to put your teeth in, and then like a nice apothecary Ooh, style yeah. display case. <laughs> you know what I want is like a tie rack where it sort of like slowly goes oh, around, yeah. and then you just get Ooh. like, and there can be a magnifying glass there so that you get to see a big tooth <laughs> yeah. as they pass by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or like um, uh, uh, Cher's closet in. Oh yeah, Clueless. 
clueless thank you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like a little you can like mix and match your teeth for the best combos have a, a tooth wearing a little plaid vest skirt combo cute yeah. <laughs> as if oh gosh god i hope this is a bit <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's definitely a bit yeah, isn't that's it? what you would say <laughs> <laughs> And that was the Mouth Guard Report. The Mouth Guard Report. Open wide. Hey. Woohoo. Hey, let's play a game. Let's play a game okay. real quick. You're gonna you, you, you're gonna love this game. You've never played it before. Except every other episode of the show. Okay, it's time great. to play I see what you did there. the home listener you should have seen the hope light up in mine and chelsea's eyes <laughs> <laughs> so uh this is all gonna be lionel richie uh related i see what you did there's it's gonna be great you're gonna love it mm-hmm. I'm sure I, feel it like, I feel like i could figure out a way to like study for this like if i just did like um like a free write like like word association wikipedia sesh before mm-hmm. we recorded <laughs> Yeah, you 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 might just is by making a it? random list of before and afters that could connect to Lionel Richie somehow. You might yeah. you might pin one of these down. <laughs> okay, is one of All them right. David Foster Wallace. Is one of them Richie Rich? <laughs> <gasps> Ooh, are we gonna guess them all before we? Get- <laughs> Look, yeah, I, he's okay. like crossing so off his it. list. He's <laughs> like, okay, so we oh, burned the Richie Rich. God. Bring that one in. <laughs> okay, uh, number one, Kelly. I think it's your turn this time. To go first, so. let's drop a stupid reality show with Lionel's daughter and her hotel friend into a 1997 Oscar-winning Italian film about a Jewish-Italian bookshop owner who uses his imagination to escape the horrors of a Nazi concentration camp. Wow. Okay. Um, hold on. Paris Hilton. That's hot. Etc. I can't. Yeah. What was the name of the show? Don't tell me. Um uh i don't don't remember it uh was it like it was like real life or you're really close you're really close was it real or life that was close i think it was life that was closest yeah okay Mm -hmm. rich life what would be the opposite of that poor life no Uh, that is the opposite let's say being (laughs) let's say there's a complexness to rich to being rich what would be the opposite of that simple uh, yeah uh, that's what it was called oh wow okay <laughs> <laughs> great job on the clues guys yeah um, yeah we're, we're steering you into the into the port and then uh boy this second part of the clue was not ringing a bell <laughs> so uh this movie starred roberto benini who famously at the oscars like got off this he they, he won the best picture or he won Best Actor, mm. I can't remember which. And he got off the stage and he ran around and he just like climbed on all the tables and kissed everybody during Whoa. his acceptance. Okay, he okay. sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. He or was, was it not good? Was he? No, like, no. It was it was people? a very positive, okay, goofy moment, right? Okay. Everybody okay. was like, "Oh, look at him go." Um, I don't know who that is, so that was not helpful. But he sounds fun. <laughs> um, well, you. So it was about 
no, you know what? You could say it again, and I'm, it's not going to help. It's about a Jewish-Italian bookshop owner who uses his imagination to escape from the horrors of a Nazi concentration camp. It's basically a dissociation movie that's kind of funny, but it's also poignant. What year? 97. Oh. That's the year that Scream came out. That's the year and that, that I know what you did last. I know Scream what you did two came out. Scream two came out. Scream two came out in ninety-seven. In Event Horizon. In Event Horizon. <laughs> Check out our nineteen ninety-seven series. The <laughs> simple the life monster. Event Horizon. Now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So was Sweet Life of Zach and Cody like a callback to that? I know that it's also like sweet, like the hotel. I understand that, but was. No, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't think um, they didn't really do like uh, Paris and Nicole did mostly like they would do jobs with people who weren't rich. Yeah, so they go like and like that, um... work in a like a pig farm or something. Right. Or they do like trash yeah. collection. Mm. One of the promos was like that famous painting with the with American the, Gothic. Yeah. American Gothic. They did yeah. like an American Gothic in like overalls promo. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. Chelsea, what have you got? <laughs> All I can think is life aquatic. And I know that that's not right. So no, I mean, that's not a bad guess. I probably could have done that. Life of Benjamin Button. Simple life of. <laughs> that's a guess. I um, don't have any good ones. Hi. That was later. Life. Uh, bookshop owner. The only movies that I can think of with books. Notting Hill. Are Page Master. <laughs> Oh. master and never ending story and that's not helpful to either of these <laughs> um is it gonna be like mm, life in pieces or something like that no it's I don't know it's it close is. there's a yeah life is beautiful is the name of the movie. Oh. Uh, yeah yeah uh so yeah. the simple life is beautiful you see what i did there yeah yeah, yeah i did i did Kelly, I'm going to give you a point. And I'm going to give Chelsea right. a point because she helpfully no, guided I you don't. to Simple I Life did, as well. I, it, we, all worked, no. we all worked together. <laughs> a rising tide. That's another a good costume tide. for a stripper. A rising tide lifting all that's, skirts. That's a rising tide well. lifting all skirts. That's that a great thing. No. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chelsea, number two. Mm-hmm. Already feeling bad about this. Sting has touted this meditated method for going all night long many times. But don't you dare bring it up with someone who hasn't consented unless you participate in this deeply gross behavior. Oh, no. What I'm thinking can't be right. (laughs) (laughs) Your face, you were like, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. And now it's not. Say Say the second bit again. Don't you dare bring it up with someone who hasn't consented. Lest you participate in this deeply gross behavior. Yeah, I know the sting part. (laughs) Okay, what's the sting part? Are we committed to? I'm committed to the fact that I I cannot do it. I do feel like this isn't so much me versus Chelsea as me and Chelsea versus Nate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get those teeth eventually. (laughs) Uh, He's big into tantric sex. Yeah, tantric sex. That's what I was alluding to. Yeah. You see what I did there? He says that he can orgasm for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I don't okay, buy it. Okay, can you repeat the second part? Because I'm going to feel bad about it. If no, I... that's yeah. what I think I have a word to put after this. And it can't be right. <laughs> Does it begin with an A? Oh, not mine. The word? Oh, what's yours? No, it has okay. an A in it, though. Re-say it. Re-say yeah. it. <laughs> don't you dare 
bring it up, bring tantric sex up with someone who hasn't consented, lest you participate in this deeply gross behavior. This might just be a bad one, too. Yeah, I, I, this one's a hard one. I might just not have written a very good one. Deeply gross behavior. Because we are going to very bad places with this as the last word is. I mean, it is a okay. bad thing. I'm, I am saying that it, the, th- the, the second half is, is a bad thing. It's a bad thing. But is it like funny haha bad? No, like I mean, bad, it's bad. it's like, uh, like okay, like, to be more detailed and specific, don't talk about tantric sex at the water cooler at work with somebody who doesn't want to hear it. Or you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tantric sexual harassment? That's you see what I did say. there? <laughs> yeah. I was going for assault, and I was like, this is all bad, and I feel yeah. bad. No, no, yeah, no. It was I just was bring it up, not do it. Okay, okay. Great. You both get a point. I need to you listen to words better. <laughs> you did wonderfully. Tantric sexual harassment. Uh, <laughs> Just, just Sting raising his eyebrow at you from across the room for twenty four hours 24 straight. Twenty four hours. Yeah, like Sting. <laughs> Should we lube your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number three, Kelly. Just kidding, Simmons. That's J.K. Simmons, the actor, but I like to call him Just Kidding Simmons. Just kidding, Thank Simmons you. portrays a wizened insurance professor in ads that end bump da bump 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 bump. Let's combine the tagline. For the company in those ads with the name of this british chanteuse who has also sung hello okay that last part is adele uh-huh did you hear that we've been saying her name wrong is it adelaide it's a dale oh i, I don't, don't think that's correct i'm not good at that yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no, no i think consensus is out that it's not yeah. it's not a dale no it was like a um like a meet and greet type situation or like a Q&A type situation. And one of the people asking a question, a fan said Adele and Adele was like, oh my God, you said it right. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't. Did they though? Maybe she was being nice to that person. <laughs> yeah. Enough to like totally rebrand. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that tune was. Bump the bump, 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 bump. Yeah. These are, it's, it's an insurance commercial that jk simmons i know was in. but that's like not gonna help me because i haven't had a television since are we gonna seven do you want to work together <laughs> yeah i do it goes bum 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 uh-huh mm-hmm. is that right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah <it laughs> well, is... not when you add the question is mark it... to the end mm-hmm. of the tone. here's what i'll tell you <laughs> the the uh the tagline is a declaration of uh who who they are oh we are we are farmer farmers no, Z- what? Adele. Uh-huh. Farm, farmer. From Adele. From Adele. I'm so close. <laughs> I like almost. I almost remember what this is. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You're both getting a point. Wait. You're both getting a point. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> no. So th- look, I I did this while making spaghetti squash, and I seriously did not do a good job. Is what I'm is what I'm reflecting on. I was going for we are farmers and Adele. Right? The farmer in the Dell? Farm, uh, yeah, farmers okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was remembering. I was like, there's, it's like the a farmer in the Dell. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did not know the word Chanteuse. It was the hello that did it for me. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> and the, the J.K. Simmons thing was a whole red herring. Yeah. I mean, it's just to, it, it gave you a little Wait, more, farm. like you could picture the thing, I guess. Oh, look, you both see what I did there. <laughs> uh number four and then we're out of this 
<laughs> for another episode. It's probably good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chelsea, Lionel Richie, in his former band, was one of these. Add this Friends actor who always wondered if they could be any more something, and you get an actual U.S. Naval officer from the War of 1812. What the fuck is the matter with you, man? (laughs) (laughs) Commodore Matthew Perry? That doesn't sound You see what I did there? That is absolutely correct. Chelsea wins with four points. Commodore Matthew Perry. No, hold on. Let me contest this. In high school and college, my nickname was Commodore, so... (laughs) Fuck me over Kelly. another full <laughs> of points. No, great job, Chelsea. <laughs> you crushed it. I was. I thought I was going to be way off. I just an American naval officer yeah. in the War of eighteen twelve. Can I be any more of a naval officer? Let's do the back half of the album. Uh, Love will find a way. I see the tears you cry. I see the pain that's in your um, To bore me to death. I did not like that's this song true. at all. Yeah. I will agree. Yeah. I was kind of exci- hoping. What's the what's the song that is Love Will Find a Way that isn't this one that came out in the 80s? Come on, you guys. I don't know. I was. Uh... It's by Yes. That oh, song. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh-huh. it was the same song, and I was really excited to listen to it, and I was very disappointed. This this one was a no, unfortunately. <laughs> Not a yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Folks, do you see this? He's this fast. This was in real time. <laughs> it's all editing. It's all editing. <laughs> we record for seven hours. <laughs> I am slowly scrawling my jokes in crayon on a napkin, and then I read them off. <laughs> Um, yeah, this this song was super boring, and all I thought about um, for it was uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park saying that science mm-hmm. finds a way. Yeah. So I just like thought about Jeff Goldblum for how long was the song? So you love Six song? minutes and 16 seconds. Lionel <laughs> Richie was so busy wondering if he could write this song, he didn't think about if he should. Mm, that's fair. Folks, I say again, this quick... <laughs> My brain is all memes and spaghetti. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that that song though ends my soggy middle, my soggy as fuck mm. section of this album because the only one. is like a song that feels soggy to begin with but it really picks up at the end. We get some interesting chord changes. We get kind of a cool bridge that happens. Yes. And um, it just keeps building and getting better as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said out loud on this one, ooh, key change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, Which isn't like super impressive in a song, but after such a lull, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, that's the exact thing is it just, it, it felt like, the album was saying, "No, no, come on, we're going to turn this. We're 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 nose diving. We're pulling up. We're pulling up." What right? are they? Are they, is it like a half pipe? This album is a a half yeah, pipe. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. It really is. It really is. Because we catch some serious air at the end here. Mm, oh yeah. <laughs> after after the only one. Uh oh boy. 
Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Running with the night is great. It's got it's got eighties like it's got eighties like straightforward kind of guitar. It's got a little bit of a synth thing going on. It's mm-hmm. it's doing mm-hmm. it's doing so much. It's just you guys watched the video? Oh no, I didn't. A lot of fedoras. Excellent. A lot of, a lot of like quick hand movements. Uh, <laughs> I did while I was watching it mimic the entire time, and I was like, "Yeah, I can do that." Yeah. Wait, wait. Is this running with the night or uh, the only one? Quick running hand with movements. the night. Running with the night. Okay. Yeah, running with the night. Did running with the night, Kelly. One? Come on, what are you talking about? Running with the night. I didn't realize we had moved on. I have, I have more night. notes. I have more notes on the only one. <laughs> we gotta keep saying it higher. Running with the night. Do you want to go back to the only one? I just, I have a question about the only one. Okay. Who one of the lyrics the was, one of the lyrics was, you turn me inside out. Isn't that Ew. a euphemism? Yeah, that's a euphemism. For- uh-huh. For eating puss, right? <laughs> I was like, is Lionel Richie really horny? Has he always yeah. been? Like, did we know this? Isn't that yeah, entire that's... album what it's about? Yeah. Or no, like, not all that of this is love. And then but... this one was like, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but it's that's... also like vulnerability, right? You turn me inside out as a vulnerability declaration. Like, oh, you hey. think he was doing vulnerability? Oh, it's I, sweet. I think he's doing okay, both. I think, I think the thing. point Scratch here is, is that all of the love <laughs> means sex and all of the sex means love. And that's yeah. how they get around it, right? Like, mm. we're dealing in entendre. Okay, I'm going to have to cancel my heart out because we got to dig into that. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Running with the night, fast hand movements. So here's here's something here's something wild about running with the night that you either yes. both already know, or it's no, going I to don't. blow your mind. I, I am so excited. The electric guitar solo on Running It with the Night was played by Steve Lukather, best known as a member of the rock band Toto. Synchronicity. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I could not oh, be happier with how this that ended That was up. a miracle. <laughs> and according to this, he, he sat in there, listened to it for the first time, noodled for a couple seconds. It was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then he oh just jammed that solo out. <laughs> So what what do what do what do skateboarders do on the half pipe? What tricks do they do? Because I feel like they just we just did that trick. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of some kind of ten eighty situation, like a, <laughs> yeah, like a loop de loop. Yes, this is definitely the loop de loop. Richard Marks, oh the singer, also sings backing vocals uh, on this on this track. Wow. wow. So this is like a little, this is a, this is almost, what do they call it when a bunch of bands get together? A power a super group. group. A super group. Yeah. This is basically a super group. <laughs> Richard Marks, of course, sang Right Here Waiting, uh, Hold oh. On to the Nights. So, yeah. Right here waiting for you. you. This is astonishing. Yeah. Well, um, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we'll do the first Richard Marks album and we can do that whole thing. <laughs> We'll come back to it. <laughs> but yeah, this song, this song's just really fun and good. And it's like, yeah. oh, why is like it's just so weird to have the track list this way, where like this song and then and then hello are buried at the bottom. Yeah. And I get that. And on one hand, it's like this probably came out on vinyl. It almost certainly came out on vinyl oh. and not CD. Oh so <laughs> this these would be like the anchors on the B side of the record. 
So you would oh. like you would listen to probably stuck on you have to flip the disc and then you'd be like, oh, cool. A couple more like songs to wash dishes to. And then you're like, oh, great. Let's dance. You know? Yeah. Mm. I wonder if that is also like logistically, if that makes it easier to find the songs on an album. Because that because oh. if they're at the end, they're on the edge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like mm-hmm. start dropping the needle in. You don't have to like scan around. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's how people. Well, all, all, all vinyl records have there's like a gap, so you can find where the songs are, and oh, you just a look gap. at. Yeah, so you'd oh. have like the the last song would be on the most interior part of it, but there is like a blank space usually. Yeah. Taylor Swift blank space back there, to Taylor Swift. You can pop the needle into, and then it'll okay. and it'll kick off the track. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like. I didn't think about this. I'm about to be reunited with my record player. I'm It'll feel I'm so pretty good. sure I could find this in a secondhand store pretty easily. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna if go, it had I'm been gonna go sold that it. many times, yeah. there's no way. The amount of Neil Diamond albums I find <laughs> at secondhand stores, I feel like Lionel Richie is just right behind that. So I'm I'm feeling good about what I can find. Yeah, and and this because it's gone diamond, right? Because it's sold mm-hmm. so many. There's bound a lot to of be, people are getting there's rid of bound it. to this be five dollar versions forever. of this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so I okay. checked discogs.com, which is a great place to find uh, vinyl. Um, there are uh, three thousand six hundred and eighteen copies available, starting from twenty nine cents. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. <laughs> I'm so going to find it, and I'm so excited. Let's get him back on the chart. (laughs) I think what we need to talk about is how, I think this is the new cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. If we buy it low, the bottom will never drop out. Mm -hmm. There's a a Mm -hmm. finite number that you can mine from Discogs. Oh, my God. (laughs) If I've got all of them, they've got to be worth the, what, the 35,000 cents? I don't know. It's incredible how much money we could make. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'll another million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we get so we get a banger with running with the night. See you pass outside my door. Hello. And then and then we have the classic hello that everybody knows and loves that has the creepiest, mm-hmm. weirdest video where a blind woman sculpts Lionel Richie's face out of a giant gigantic oversized he's block also of clay. a professor yeah right oh like God. he's her teacher there were so many things that i felt about this video and none of them were good none <laughs> of them were good it's creepy the and whole the, the fact that he creepy. says hello is it me you're looking for that feels very rude yeah 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 there was also oh gosh one of the lyrics was like I'm looking for you. And I was like, oh, well, now you're projecting again. Like, now <laughs> you're doing the thing where you're like, you must feel how yeah. I feel. <laughs> that, the video, the video made me, and I sing the song pretty consistently. Like, anytime someone sings Adele's hello, mm-hmm. I respond with Lionel Richie's hello. That's a good bit. And now I'm like, oh, this. <laughs> what has happened here? I do not think I can get behind what I have seen with my eyeballs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it's real weird. And I feel like there was also a commercial that did this where they sculpted some other thing. Like maybe they sculpted something out of was cheese. Was it McDonald's? It might have been. <laughs> they sculpted like the Hamburglar. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Finally, committing that guy to Marvel. That's what we need. Mm. 
Oh, man. Somebody's got to burgle those hams, people. That's, I would put that in my house, if I'm being totally honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funnier if they sculpt the big the big purple boy. Oh, yeah, Grimace. Mm, Grimace. Grimace. Yeah, yeah. 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 The only Grimace that makes you smile. Oh. So yeah, I don't know. We don't have a lot to say about Hello. I don't think it's it's Hello. Everybody knows classic. what Hello is. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a banger. Yeah. It's a weird song, um, but it's also <laughs> like compelling, and it's all stuck in our heads now and in yours, listener. You'll never go to sleep Hello. again. It's me. Sorry, that's the other one. <laughs> wait, no, that's the wait. Hello. Oh no, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I can see in your eyes. That's all I know. Your smile. Well, I was just like, they're gonna charge. She's blind, and she is looking like he is behind her all the time. Uh He is stalking her, one hundred percent stalking. So clearly, the other senses did not pick up because she should hear him. He's wearing. He's wearing hard-soled shoes. (laughs) He's also in some kind of cologne. There's no way he looks like he is just bathed in. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's a good one. What's what's Jacar Noir. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. It was the 80s. She could smell him from a mile away. Or did he just blend in with the other dudes? Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. You said she was was a professor. I didn't watch the videos. I missed out by not watching these videos. Okay. So she was a professor or he was a professor? He was her professor. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just followed her around all the time and she was blind. So she couldn't tell. Yeah, it's no. pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty bad. No, it's basically God. it follows. <laughs> I think that I, I feel like maybe we have canceled Lionel. <laughs> we canceled this character but, from the song "Hello." No, there have been like repeated transgressions on this album. <laughs> really? I was gonna say, how do you guys feel about Lionel Richie as a whole and not just this album? No idea. I think I only know songs from I, this album. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I like dancing on the ceiling. Also, I don't have any big feelings dancing of any on kind. The I ceiling? guess. The, yeah, that's yeah, another one of the songs. On a different. And otherwise, what I, he's been on, like America's Got Talent, as a judge, maybe. No, he's on or, American Idol, and that's oh, okay. what I was going to talk yeah. about because yeah. that's why I have very positive connotations with him because he is the nicest person ever, and I love him so oh, much. See, I that would is why. Being nice. So I championed this episode <laughs> for that reason because I was Yay. like, he's just such a kind dude, and he wants people to succeed, and I love people like that, and that is, he he's like the. I don't want to be like he's like the Papa Bear on the show, but he kind of is. You got Luke Bryan, Katy Perry. No one's no one's the Simon Cowell. Everyone's very nice. Katy Perry might be a little off sometimes and like be more critical, but everyone's just super nice because that's what we're entering into. That'll be another episode where we talk about the transition between the American Idols. We won't. I'm sorry. Both of you guys are like. We could. The first American Idol God, reboot. No. <laughs> we could do that. Uh, yeah. I, think, I got like, thoughts on Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> first of all you took my name and i want it back yeah oh i didn't even think great. about that <laughs> she can have it. Anyway, but he's great in it and he's very nice and i really Wait, I really like him does yeah. he still have the mustache yes he oh, looks exactly the same okay yeah so i guess changed. i do feel positively about him because i do love the mustache <laughs> Well, let me look it up. I'm like 99% sure. But I now I'm like, he just has it in your mind's eye. 
yeah I was like yeah he yeah yeah never mind I just immediately put a lie and then his picture popped up so it's fine the very specific type of face blindness called upper lip blindness where you can't tell if somebody has a mustache or not I don't know I assume you know I haven't seen him recently I guess I still think of him as like 80s Lionel Richie he looks so joyous yeah yeah, he's yeah, very he's, he's like a very happy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Positive energy. And yeah, I think like, I mean, I I have no negative associations with Lionel Richie. Like Lionel Richie strikes me as like this. He's like kind of a a pop singer who yeah. wasn't as big as a lot of the other people and isn't like edgy, doesn't have necessarily a lot of things to say in the music in comparison to other music that I've listened to, but it's still like, yeah, I like this. I would never be upset Can if I- Lionel Richie came on. Yeah. Uh, especially if Lionel Richie came on the show. Lionel, I hope you're listening. <laughs> hey, Come on the show. We'd Join like to talk us. with you. We would love to, even five minutes of your time. I just tweeted us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At debut buddies. Let's talk Debs. Let's talk Debs. Let's talk Debs. How many Debs? Aww. How many Debs do we give this? Uh, we give this album. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna set I'm gonna set a positive tone. I believe this is a four Deb album. I really do. I was going to afford it as well. So many records, so many records from this time have a soggy middle where it's like three tracks mm-hmm. are just like, oh, we had to make we had to make this thing a certain length. So there's just stuff that's like, it's fine. And that's what this was. It had it had some it's fine. But the other for being eight tracks total, having four where you're like, wow, these are really quite enjoyable. And I'm happy they're here. And one where you're like, I'm not unhappy this is here. And then the other ones where you're like, <laughs> I-, I can do the dishes. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't sure how many dubs I was going to do. So I went back and looked at the track listing because I wanted to count up how many songs I liked because I was going to give a dub to each. <gasps> four. He gets a four. Woo! Wait, what's the fourth? Oh, the only one. Is that no, right? that wasn't on my list. Oh, I can't, can't slow down. Can't slow down, slow down on your dub. Yeah, oh, I didn't down. think it was. Oh, that's mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't slow down all night long, running with the night, and hello. Uh, and I actually warred with myself about maybe giving it three because i really didn't like penny lover but i'm feeling generous <laughs> you know at the the mustache really tips the scale over to mm, true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the mustache like this the rating is debonair yes uh, yeah. uh actually I, i'm gonna go further mustache gets a full five debs for me <laughs> all right i mean it is this it's, it's full. debs it's- <laughs> I went into this episode based on Lush. your guys' text being like, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to have to convince them. This is going to be difficult. Well, we're giving this a super high dev. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. This was a very, like, this was such an enjoyable thing to do. Like, I, I like, I, I want to do more where we listen to albums of mm-hmm. some sort of first alignment because it's really fun to listen to music with a tinge of criticalness and then also Mm -hmm. like oh i've never really listened to this like i never dug into this album prior to this like i had only heard the hits uh, variously and i guess i probably saw that pringles ad or whatever but Mm -hmm. you know uh this was great this is a blast yeah this is super fun so is that a 4.25 wait i can't math three 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 (laughs) (laughs) are you repeating i don't know how to math Kelly, come on. Kelly, bring this in. Math it. Uh, no. No. <laughs> calculator it. It's, four, it's 4.25. It's four Thank and a quarter. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I thought yeah. that, that was correct. And then I just didn't know how to thank God. Um, th- so there was a quote in the Wikipedia for the album where he talked about uh, 
how he just like, he was like, if you can't innovate, imitate. And I thought that that was really awesome. And I was like, I mean, shoot your shot, man. Just do it. If that's what you feel, just, (laughs) (laughs) but I, we should have brought it up earlier, but that was my feeling on that. And I wanted to bring it up because I thought that was super interesting on the reception of the album was that everyone was the reception was super lukewarm like how the how the hell did it become the first album that diamond was it just critics who were lukewarm i feel like people bought it for the singles right like that's how you had to buy music back then like that's true there's there's a reason why like the semisonics record with closing time on it probably Mm. went platinum like you had to buy the whole cd to get closing time right yeah or or uh semi-charmed life by uh whatchamahoos third eye blind are you kidding me they have so many bops on that album don't even i'm not saying saying it's bop light i'm just saying it's uh, people bought things for this radio song it also has jumper i'm sorry we're gonna go down this let's all step back from that ledge my friend (laughs) cut ties so quick all the lies We've been living. You are on fire tonight, Nate. (laughs) How many teeth did you collect yesterday? (laughs) Oh man, I got this great bicuspid. I'll show you later. It is fire Uh, up. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, resounding four point two five Debs for uh, can't slow down and Lionel Richie's mustache. Uh, On our next episode, we're going to talk about the very first video game invented in nineteen sixty two. It's titled Space War. And I say it that way because there's an exclamation mark at the end of it. Space War. (laughs) Beautiful. We're going to be playing a browser emulated version of Space War. And we'll tell you what we think of it. Uh, uh, Chelsea and I both actually play video games. Kelly, Kelly, eschews the medium. I don't play games. We'll stop. Except for Clue. (laughs) Which uh, is the game of all games, I think. Yeah. Agreed. It's number one platonic ideal of a game. (laughs) (laughs) flames flames yeah exactly Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife (laughs) okay get ready for that you can find the uh that space war you can google it you'll find the same emulator we're gonna play play it along with us then find out what we think of what they did to emulate a thing that someone else did a long time ago it's the best way to do anything I'm excited. I already have so many thoughts. I'm oh, excited. I'm excited yeah, for. What I'm excited your too. Are. This is gonna be good. Um, if if you like if you like this podcast, we would love if you would subscribe and then also give it a five star rating and a review. You can tell us whether Clippy is all dick or no dick. You can tell us whether you want the butthole cut. You can tell us how many teeth you think I currently have in my possession. I'm afraid of that number. You can tell us if we are who you were waiting for. And if we can see it in your eyes, whatever you want to say, just five stars, please, please. Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. You can also uh, check out uh, the books that I publish at Spaceboy Books, readspaceboy.com. And your latest one is at Target now, right? Yeah, Target has Ah! it on on the internet. It's not in stores necessarily, but if you... I think if you harass a Target employee, they will get it in the store. So by all means, as the holiday season approaches, accost (laughs) retail workers and demand Mm -hmm. that they stock my book. That will be good karma for everyone. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and you can find me and Chelsea over on Never Show the Monster. We talk about horror movies. It's really good. It's a really good podcast. I listen to every Thank single one. You. God damn Without it. Without watching the movie sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Some, what you doing? They make me want to watch the movies, though. So listen, but then uh, you don't. horror movie producers. <laughs> I haven't yet. There's a difference between don't and have You're not right. yet. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like I'm just waiting to get VR goggles so I can watch two of them at once and be fully immersed Whoa, and then just like go, totally explode scary. my brain. Oh. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, that was debut buddies. Bye buddies. Bye, buddies. Bye buddy. <laughs> <laughs> first is fast, first is worse.